Hi, I'm Hannah Lynn, and welcome to the Not Just for Moms podcast. I'm sharing from a place of brokenness, so you can know just how actually normal you are. I'm a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and friend, and I do not have it all figured out. I'm actually kind of a mess. And while we're all called to share our mess, we're also called to link our arms together. This is what I have felt called to do. So with setting fear aside, I'm saying yes, and I'm sharing this with you. Hey, y'all. I'm so glad that you guys are here and listening And I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart when I say thank you guys for choosing to listen. So this past week, God has just been really working on my heart and specifically my actions and my words. And with saying this, you guys, I'm not going to fluff it up this week. I'm not going to say some fun things in the beginning. I'm jumping right in and really just diving right in. That's all I can even say. This past week, when God has been working in my heart about my actions and my words, I reflected back on each of these podcasts before, and what I saw a lot of is what, quote-unquote, we can do for God, and specifically our relationships with God Um But what I'm here to tell you is that no matter what you do, it doesn't change the way God views you or what God will do for you. Now, all of those things that I said, they they are great for your relationship with the Lord. They are um, positive things to implement into your life. Like they have a purpose. But ultimately what I'm saying is, Completely understand for just a moment how amazing our God is that he would do for you all that he does, all the things he does, whether you are pleasing him or you're not pleasing him. We come to him completely empty handed, completely undeserving, and he welcomes us with open arms. Now, for me, I think in my head, this is what sets him apart. This is what makes him perfect. He is completely selfless. Not only did he die on a cross for you, our God sets this example of who we should strive to become because he does for things that people or does things for people who do not deserve it. So this just brings me to my first thought of He is so giving and expects nothing in return. This is what's been getting to me all week long, actually. He would die for you over and over again, even if you may never choose him to live out your life for. Now, this part of applying it to our lives would you be willing to help someone else when they don't deserve it or would you give grace where it isn't deserved 
Now, I've been challenged this week to really give second chances, or maybe for you, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, who knows, you can't count anymore, chance on that friend who 99% of the time annoys the crap out of you, or the friend that always says no to you, so you stop asking them to do things. Give them a second chance to your son or to your daughter who lost their temper or said something out of line, or to that coworker who has had the worst attitude all week, and now it's affecting you too. But ultimately, I believe the biggest way that we can give grace and give opportunity to show grace is by communicating. I believe that we should talk about things verbally and that we might need to have a hard conversation. Hey, this really hurt me because X, Y, Z, but I want you to know, I want to extend grace to you. I want to let you know that it's okay and that I'm here for you if you want to talk or that you know I'm going to keep asking you to go out because I truly want your friendship. Showing this to someone and truly meaning it from your heart, truly meaning it, not just doing it because you should do it because Jesus did it. But really meaning it. This is where Jesus gets all of the glory. Now, don't you think when you do this to someone who's completely undeserving and you apply grace to that? And how hard it is to do? Because it's not going to be easy to do. But don't you think when you do that, you get a little glimpse of Jesus more? Like truly, when we go and and, and choose the hard road and, and come out with a positive outcome, We're more like Jesus. And isn't that a good thing? That's what we're striving to do. So giving grace where it's completely undeserving. The second thought on this whole concept that Jesus gives blessings before we did anything to deserve it. Or we do anything for him. He blesses us before we can even do anything to him. Also brings me to this point that if you don't feel worthy enough, adequate enough, smart enough, whatever word comes to mind, enough for God. If you don't feel this way and you think, oh my goodness, my past, these things that I've chosen, how I've messed up my scars. Oh, you'll never believe all of these things that I've done. Guess what? He knows them already. And guess what? He still has a purpose for you that's bigger than any messed up thing that you chose to do. He knows your past. 
but he also knows your worth and he knows your future and what you're capable of and your purpose that he designed you for. He also knows that you were fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of him and you were created with a purpose and he will see it through if you choose to follow him. Now, some days following him are much easier than others. We already know that. <laughs> we know that there's hard days. But it doesn't mean he isn't there or it doesn't mean he doesn't, he doesn't care. What it means if you don't feel him near is you best get your booty in your prayer closet and you best find him. You better be searching for him and pressing into him. Now, there's a song oh, that I've been obsessed with this week, and it's called Scars by I Am They. And it just truly talks about how our scars and our past is what it's talking about gets completely put into a purpose for his glory. But because he has scars, too, that he's the one that saved us. It's such a powerful song. Please take the time to look it up. It's called Scars by I Am They. Um, it's just, it's so powerful. And I think it's, it's something very personal to me. I'm one, um, I made some really poor decisions early on in life. And when I say early on, from the time I was 12 to the time I was 17, um, I just made some really dumb, silly decisions. Um, and sometimes I really struggle. This is me just being really transparent. I really struggle with my worth and, um, how I could choose to do these things and then feel like God is using me now in a way that I don't even understand or completely comprehend yet. And so this song has just meant so much to me because I'm like, no, um, I wasn't living my life for Christ. I wasn't letting him and use me and mold me. Um, I wasn't pressing into him. Uh, during those times, um, there was a lot going on in my life, too, that was completely out of my control that um, a lot of maybe even my decisions were based upon. But overall, and just talking about these scars in that, that it makes us who we are. We're thankful for our scars because he has scars that he gets the glory for that ultimately, like he has scars that saved us. It's just so powerful. Look that up. I'm just going to keep going, but insert, look that song up, Scars by I Am They. Now, you guys know that I use the phrase press into him a lot, like all of the time. And if you've looked back on the last five podcasts, I think I've said it every single time, especially when it comes to fasting, press into him. But you guys might not know my why behind why I say that all the time. But first, I'm going to ask you this question before I tell you why. If you had a question for a friend and you waited, you just sat and waited for that friend to call or text you or contact you in some form, but you're the one with the question and you're the one with the need and you're the one that needs to talk. 
but you don't ever reach out, aren't you disappointed? Like, you're mad at them because they didn't come to you. But they didn't even know that you wanted to talk. So you're immediately disappointed in them. Okay, we we get that feeling. I think we've all been there to some degree. Like we expected something, um, but ultimately we didn't even do anything to help it. So that is what you're doing to God when you're disappointed to him because you don't even go look for him. He says, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. So what I'm saying is you need to go and search for him. You need to go and seek him. You need to go and press into him. But I also say this. It comes from a really personal experience from the last two years of my life. When I needed that comfort, because I didn't know where to turn to or where to go, I chose to press into him. Like a really big hug press into him. Last week I shared with you how I describe my personal relationship with the Lord and really how intimate of a relationship it is for me. And this is why right here. Over the last two years in my life, I have struggled with anxiety and depression that came with a vengeance that I never saw coming. Now, I have done things that most people do in their lifetime in a five to ten year span, and I did them in less than one year. Now, I don't regret any life decisions I or my family chose in this process, but it didn't come without the enemy trying to sneak in and take everything good from you. When you flip your life upside down for Jesus and when it doesn't make sense to society or those around you that even know you, you best believe that the enemy is going to attack you more than you ever believed it before because you just sold your life out for Jesus and it pisses him off. The back into pressing into him. During these last two years of my life, this is the way I survived. And even more, over the last six months, I've seen it come to almost a complete circle. I press into him, and he leans back into me. I search for comfort in in times that were my darkest depression and the most lonely I have ever felt. But because of him, I made it through and continue to break through. Because of him, I wake up and I'm able to smile now. Because of him, I was able to get up each morning and have joy that I didn't understand where it even came from. Because of him, I get the privilege to be the mom that I am called to be. Because of him, 
I have the privilege of being the wife that I am called to be. Because of him, I don't have to live out generational curses on my family anymore. Because of him, my chains are broken and my selfish flesh is broken free as well. I get to really be the person that I am called and who I was made to be because of him. Pressing into him is how this has been done. And I am far from perfect. And I am far from ever being to completion of my calling. But I can tell you over the last six months, this phrase of pressing into him is how my life has been completely changed as I chose to surrender Impress into him with him only being the one with the answers. No more Hannah. No more constant decisions um, that conflict his plan. I get to now live out my calling. Because it's what he placed on my life. And he gets all of the glory. All of the glory for that. But guess what? It's not just for me. This is for you too. And he does this. Not because of anything that I chose to do. But because he blesses first. And our return back to him is last. And this is why we get to live differently. Because guess what? When we mess up, not if we mess up, when we mess up, because we will fail over and over again, he still wants us. And he still continues to bless us. And he still continues to love us. And he still um, welcomes us with open arms. He does all of this. When we... Don't promise a return to him. When we don't give him a return. He blesses us before we ever do anything for him. Now I want to thank each and every one of you who have listened to these podcasts. It is something that. And still still fearful even to get on each week and put my heart out there and um, share some very vulnerable things. Um, I'm grateful and thankful for this opportunity, but I couldn't have done it without each of you who listened either. So I just want to thank you so much for that. Stay on the lookout for the next series. Um, I would say it will begin probably within two months, just a little bit of a break for creativity and just some new ideas. I'm trying to get, um, if you want a secret, I'm trying to get Jason in on some things too, um, just his leadership qualities um, are a big asset too. So I'm trying to get us to do a few things together so we'll see how that all pans out with his busy schedule. But overall, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Stay on the lookout for the next series, and we'll talk soon. Bye.